Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and Okay, look, that was that wasn't bad, but Jess, I think it's he does it every week and it's normally pretty good. Could you have a go at it this time, yeah. please? <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Do Go On. Yeah. No, no, yes. no, no, I like that. The a lot. go. The go was so off. Okay. <clears throat> have another go. See how I did it just then? Do that. Hello and welcome. To do go on. The go was perfect, but everything else was wrong. Ah, Matt, hard, Matt. Matt, I want to hear your voice. I like both. Okay. <clears throat> uh, line. <laughs> Hello and welcome to do go on. Hello and welcome to do go on. Oh, Happy hear, with that. I hear, Happy no, but that. I hear on the go. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah okay. it's difficult. It's difficult. Oof. Difficult. Remember when we said that this one we wouldn't talk much at the top because the report is quite. <laughs> oh, it did not get far at all. <laughs> I didn't even get into hello and you cut me off. Hello, everybody. Welcome Everyone. to Do Go On. It's Dave, Jess, and Matt here. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a lovely Melbourne coffee. Yeah, we just went and got coffees and it's like firing at all. Firing. What's the word? Firing on all cylinders. What, Thank what you, you. What do you guys like doing when you're in Melbourne? Oh, get a bloody coffee. Hello, Broden <laughs> Kelly over there. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> Oh, you guys are never it's getting coffee good. again. Nah, it's the it's the elixir of life. We went to yeah, Broden Kelly from Arnie Donna, who we had on as a guest a few weeks ago, recommended this cafe around the corner called Kinds, and we've both had a Kinds coffee, and I reckon they bloody put something in there, like a bit of caffeine or something. I'm happy I'm, with Kinds coffee. I'm it's great. Buzzing. It's great. We're having a good day. I'm buzzing like a bee. Hanging out with my two favourite lads. I never touch the Devil's Drop. Okay, mate. Never touch it. But he loves never. cocaine. Yeah, well, the devil's powder's fine, <laughs> but I just hate drops. No, yeah. fair enough. Hey, mate, fair enough. Thank you. I love you for you. Thank you. Cocaine habit and all. Hey. Nazi sympathizer and no, all. No. Oh, He's see, fine with me saying he does we- drugs. I know it is weird yeah. that 
You draw weird lines, Dave. I draw it. That's often due yeah. to the cocaine, yeah. let's be fair. <laughs> he also snorts weird snorts lines. Snorts weird lines. Ah, In the God. shape of swastikas. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, it's happened. Last week, I don't know if you noticed, there were zero mentions, and I was, was sitting there going, yes, yes, perhaps they've forgotten. It's because I think we got it all out of our system before we hit record. Like, uh, we really went at you in the, in the yeah, I was time phys- we were hanging out I was, before that. I was, I was physically bullied. And in physically. The, well, I mean, Mental. emotionally. Come on, mate. But also, What about that time when you, you pinned me down and punched me in the stomach? Oh, well, that was just a bit of roughhousing. A bit of rough and tumble. Yeah. Yeah. Emotionally, that a did boys hurt. Boys will be boys. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought it was just because it was about the wiggles, and there's no real in to Nazis with wiggles. Yeah, true, because they're delightful, unlike Dave. I mean, it does seem like Anthony Wiggle is a bit of a Nazi, but... <laughs> oh, boy. No comment from me. Okay, um, so we are under some time constraints this week. We will not lie to the listeners. We need to fire out this report, so I'm just going to ask you, Jess, yep. does this week's report have any ins to, to Nazi calling for me? It does not, so I think you're safe. But <sighs> don't goodness. worry, Matt and I will always we find will, a way. We will find a, we way. Will find now, a way. Now that you've brought it to our attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Anyway, so this is the show where we do a report on a topic. Jess, it is your turn, and you always we start with a question. We do start with a question. I'm a little bit excited. As per usual for the last um, few reports that I've done, I have forgotten to write a question, but I have one. The question this week is, who is <laughs> the biggest ladies' man in history? Adolf Hitler. I mean... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Well, one well, of the same, kind of a similar answer. Yeah, jinx! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Man, I thought I was like, I'll own this so good. I'll say Adolf Hitler, no matter what the question is. Like, what was the worst event of the nineteen, like you know, nineteen fifties? I'm like, he's already gone. I'll still say Hitler. Oh no! Well, he wasn't that bad though, was he, Dave? <laughs> Your words, mate. Your, Your words. words. <laughs> Would you ever start a podcast at episode 52? I hope no one else has. Okay. For context, if this is the first one that you're listening to, um, hi, by the way. Yeah, nice um, to meet you. Many, many, many months ago, we Dave was doing a report where he said, we implied like before Hitler was known to be terrible, but the way he said it was before Hitler, or Hitler wasn't that bad yet. And then we've just been piling on that him for months. so eloquently explained. Thank you. And it sounds less... You've never been able to put it into words. No, I've never... It just sounds like I'm just in denial when I do it. So thank you, Jess. You're welcome. So what was the question? I just, I just, ladies, I just heard Hitler Ladies man. Who's, who's ladies man? All time. Tom Jones. No. His name is quite literally now synonymous with being Oh, Don Juan. No, (laughs) close, close. Uh, Lothario. No. Something like that. JFK? No. (laughs) What? What do you mean? He's so with lots of women. Oh, yeah, but his name is quite literally synonymous. Casanova. Casanova. Casanova is your topic? Casanova is my topic. Is Lothario anything? Yes. Is that a person? Lothario is just... Mm, I think it's a thing, but okay. it could also be a character from The Sims. I think okay. there was a guy called like Don Lothario, no, Lothario. Who, was, who was a real, real ladies, ladies man. man yep. Oh man, he was really fun because then you'd like already have had all these relationships with the ladies, and you could just like bang people. Lothario is <laughs> just an adjective, isn't it? Yes. Good. Good, good, good. So, not relevant so, at all. So Casanova. Casanova. This was suggested. Uh, I did take this out of the hat. This was suggested by listener and friend Lewis Dow. Oh, um, Lewis Dow. Yeah, Lewis has suggested this one for us. Um, Lewis is a comedian friend. 
of ours. And uh, and we will not discriminate against him because of that choice. Well, he's from South Australia. So. We will discriminate him because of that choice, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a choice. What a choice. Yeah. So. Hey, everyone's got a choice. But no, but okay. Well, he chose to move to Melbourne, though. Yeah, if anything, he, his only he's, choice. His only choice was to leave Adelaide, which is probably smart. Mm. Well... Anyway. Stupid look, is as stupid does. We can... <laughs> oh, that, that Ooh, is a good point. Him. That is a good point. Sucked in, Dale. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so... No, I like him a lot. <laughs> me too, me too. So, um, yeah, so we. I'm going to be talking about Casanova because I didn't know a lot about him. Didn't so know a lot. Is he a fictional... No, he's a real person. But a, like a mythical type. Well... Not, you know, not like a, like a, like a phoenix. Yeah, he's a phoenix. Um... But like um, a legend, or is he yeah, kind definitely of. real? No, he is oh, mate, real. He is a real legend. Oh, he's a bloody what legend. What a legend <laughs> with the ladies. He is real. I think there's um, oh, there's that's... probably uh, like lots of other characters have been based on him. Is um, you know, but he's had the most fascinating life, and I didn't really know anything. And then Lewis was sort of like, uh, was just talking to him. And he's like, check this out, and I was like, oh my god, okay. So it's really interesting. So I'll tell you the story. Thank you. I'm excited. So like basically, um, just as, as like an overall summary though, his autobiography, which is called Story of My Life. It sounds like he did. It definitely exists then. If he he's did, written he, this autobiography. autobiography. It's regarded as one of the most authentic sources of the customs and norms of European social life during the 18th century. Because he wrote his memoirs and like it, it was such a reflection on society at the time. Oh. Regarded as one of the most authentic pretty interesting so definitely th- these words mean exist yeah yeah he existed he's not he's not uh, he, fictional he authentically existed he authentically existed his name was Giacomo Girolamo Casanova wow i can say that because i studied italian so but can you say it can you say it in a way that i could parrot Giacomo Girolamo Casanova Giacomo You're starting to nail this English Thank Giacomo you. We'll just call him Casanova Giacomo Giacomo So okay. is he Italian? Born in Venice in 1725 So yes <laughs> Beautiful um, To actress Zanetta Farusi Who was the wife And uh, oh, She was She was the wife of actor and dancer Gaetano Casanova um, And he was the first of six children They all had good names I was going to say them all But they're all very And I didn't copy them But they're all good names um, good to know. <laughs> at the time of his birth, the city of Venice thrived as the pleasure capital of Europe. Pleasure capital. Oh, where would you say the pleasure capital is now? Of, of Europe? Amsterdam. Ibiza? I was going to say my... Oh, Ibiza. Probably, yeah, it's yeah, probably Amsterdam, maybe. I was going to say my house. Yeah. <laughs> You're not <laughs> in, You're Europe, in Europe, Jeff. Well... Have- it, oh, it, you probably is Nazi base to be over there. No, there's just many flaws in my... There are many all of those, for sure. All of, yeah, well, it's, all a big, of, it's a big house. <laughs> all of that money we gave him for the podcast, I think he spent it on a house. Because oh, no. I've not seen any return hang of on, you. Hang on, no, why are you guys paying me for the podcast? No, but remember, we all it's gave... a weird system. <laughs> we all gave Dave money and he was going to... He was going to zhuzh it up. Po- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was going to do some gonna, stuff in post. He was going to zhuzh. He was going to do some podcast zhuzhing. Yeah. yeah, I was going to make it 3D. Oh my God, we're so hyper. <laughs> I was going to whip out the green screen and make us all look better. Dave, you sure oh, good don't luck, want a bit mate. of coffee? I'll have a little sip of my coffee. No, mine's gone. I smashed oh, mine. Mine's gone too. Anyway, so Venice 
Pleasure capital of Europe. Everybody knows. Um, Apparently it was ruled by political and religious conservatives who tolerated social (laughs) vices and encouraged tourism. So people were coming Well, I was about to say, there's nothing that says pleasure to me than being ruled by conservative conservative religious types. All right. Um, It was a required stop on the Grand Tour, which was like a a rite of passage um, that young men travelled, especially Englishmen, so the custom was kind of, it was big around 1660 and then it was, it continued all the way up until about 1840s um, and when they, um, like the the advent of large scale rail transport made it a bit easier to move around. But before that, it was like a rite of passage. As you were coming of age, you'd do this big, you'd, you'd take like a gap year and I was say, it would take you travel. a long time just to get there from England. Yeah, but they would just sort of travel around. So anyway. Sounds, so like, sounds a lot fun. Venice is a party capital. Um, he was cared for by his grandmother um, while his mother toured about Europe in the theatre because she was an actress. His father died when he was eight years old. Um, <clears throat> this is interesting, and you might appreciate this, Dave. As a child, Casanova suffered nosebleeds. Oh. As you have on this podcast. As the best people do. Okay, mate. And his grandmother sought help from a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, as my mother did <clears throat> before me. Yeah. Um Perhaps as a remedy of uh, for the nosebleeds, um, apparently a doctor blamed the density of Venice's air, right? So they're like, Venice is no good for nosebleeds. So he was sent on his ninth birthday to, uh, to a boarding house on the mainland in Padua. Um, now, this, like, neglect for his by his parents was like a bitter memory for him. It's, it's great because I've got, like, little chunks of what he's written. And so he was like, they just got rid of me. His parents oh, are just like, bye. Into the like- bin. In the bin. It sounds like they were getting rid of him because they wanted him to get better. Yeah, but because they neglected him. Yeah, but he's a kid. Anyway, apparently the conditions at the boarding house were terrible. Oh. So he appealed. Seventeen um, hundreds boarding school. Yeah. Can who, imagine that it would be. Who knew? But oh. has the nosebleed stopped? I think so. Or so? at least subsided a little bit. Okay. Praise the okay. witch. <laughs> Praise be the witch. Eventually, the blood goes to a different part of his body. <laughs> Where, Matt? Cut himself in the shower. His 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 doodle. Oh yuck, Matt! He's a Casanova. Yucky. He's a real Casanova. This guy. Stop it. He's a real bloody Lothario. Oh hello. He's a bit of <laughs> text a... in if you know what that means. <laughs> text in. Give him your number, Matt. Um, no, don't though. You've done that on TV before though. I get, I'm I'm not at all careful <laughs> with my number. It's on the public record. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Um. So yeah, conditions were really bad at the at the boarding house. So he appealed to be placed under the care of um, Abby Gozzi. Uh, Abbeys are like the I, like clergymen. Heard more good names on this podcast than I've heard in in the rest of my life. In a lifetime, Gozzi. Now he hey, was. Gozzi. So who's Abby Gozzi though? He's he was his primary Abby Gozzi. instructor, like his teacher. Oh, he's already seduced his teacher. No, he just wanted to be. Pla- no, yeah, but out of all the students, she's chosen him to he... live with. Has chosen her. Oh, that's how much power he wields. He has chosen him. It's a dude. Abby is a man. It's Abby is is a clergyman, like an abbot, like a. It's just a title. Oh, like Father Gozzi. This oh, is Abby Gozzi. He's already uh, seduced his Abby. Okay, there's no seduction. Well, there kind of is, but not with the Abby. <laughs> okay, sorry. 
Um, he was his tutor, so he goes and lives um, with with the priest. He's like a clergyman right. and his family, and he lived there most of his teenage years. And it was also in the Gozzi household that Casanova first came into contact with the opposite sex. Gozzi. With Gozzi's youngest sister, Bettina. I mean, when they say first came into contact with the opposite sex, like he had a mother and sisters. So, But I think they mean in a different kind of context. Yeah, like a single way. Nah, mean. Nah, mean. Yeah. Like, ooh, <laughs> I like a her. Ooh. <laughs> I think we know what you mean. Mean. What do I mean? So I zoned out. When you said Bettina, I couldn't help but Bettina. think that's got to be one of the less good names out there. Not happy with that one. Bet- there, there's some Bettina. more good ones. What about just, just Tina's okay. Tina's, Tina's right. okay. Betty. Betty. Maybe. Do you want to call her Betty? Bettina. Oh, Which do you want to call her? a horrible her? amalgamation. Do you want to call her Betty or Tina for the rest of the podcast? Betty. Betty it is. So okay. Is Betty a lot older than him if she's the younger uh, sister of um, of the Abbey? I have a feeling she's about 11. I feel like she might have been older than him. Gozzy. I'm not 100% sure. They might have been similar ages, but um, there was a bit of a difference. I think. Hey, Jess, say it like this. It's really fun. Gozzy. Gozzy. How fun is that? That is fun. That is good fun. God, we have fun. Try it at home. Anyway, so he uh, <clears throat> he is attracted to Betty. He described her as pretty light-hearted and a great reader of romances. She's pretty light-hearted. Pretty, comma, light-hearted. Oh, well, that's a different thing altogether. The girl pleased me at once, though I had no idea why. It is she who little by little kindled in my heart the first sparks of a feeling which later became my ruling passion. Which later became my boner. <laughs> no, ruling passion oh, is nicer. Ruling passion. But he means boner. Yeah, okay. Um, although she subsequently married, Casanova maintained a lifelong attachment to Betty and the Gozzi family. His lifelong attachment was his boner. He <laughs> <laughs> was attached to him for his entire life, yes. Yeah. That's how doodles work. Oh, uh, spoiler. <laughs> that's how doodles oh. work. Wait, which bit? The fact that I said the right attached to him or that's how doodles work? Uh, a little bit of column A and column B. <laughs> the bit was his boner. <laughs> The column was his boner. Oh, man. Oh, so many. So many. So many boners. Um, early on, uh, Casanova dis- demonstrated a quick wit, an intense appetite for knowledge, and uh, an inquisitive mind. He entered the University of Padua at 12 and graduated at 17. What a guy. In 1742 with a degree in law. Um, it was his guardian's hope that, uh, as in like the uh, um, Golzi, they, they sort of hoped that he'd become an ecclesiastical lawyer. Um, Casanova had also studied moral philosophy, chemistry and mathematics and was keenly interested in medicine. In fact, he frequently prescribed his own treatments for himself and his friends. Wow, a self-diagnosing doctor. Well, we, we all love a bit of Googling our symptoms and, yeah. and deciding everything's cancer, so that's good. Um <laughs> I think he's deciding everything can be cured with a little Viagra. Boner. Boner. <laughs> While attending the university, Casanova began to gamble and quickly got into debt, causing his grandmother to tell him to come back to Venice. <laughs> She's like, come back here. Um, but the gambling habit became firmly established. Um, so he's a, he's, he likes a bit of a bet. That's disappointing. Card games, that sort of thing. Mm. He was such a nice man to mm. him. Back in Venice, Casanova started his clerical law career and was admitted as an abbey. So he's also like a, a Which clergyman. Which is like a building, right, where the monks are. No, that's Which E-Y. Is... This is just A-double-B-E. Okay, okay. Um, so he's an abbey, he's a lawyer, he's a he's, self-describing he's doctor. He's everything. He's a Casanova. <gasps> he's a Casanova. He's the original Casanova. Right. Ugh. 
That makes sense. It does. Yeah. Because it's his name. Imagine if your name went on to like mean oh, something. He's a right old Dave. Oh, yeah, I was going to go Perkins. It's interesting. Okay, you were Dave. Yeah. Well, I think about me a lot. <laughs> but I actually refer to myself as Perkins a lot. So maybe that's why I went straight to Perkins. But like to be a Perkins or to be a Jess. What would that mean? It, means a, it just means a turn on a dime. Yeah, Turn yeah. on a dime. Suddenly, um, just love to hate. Just a twist. You're, you're like yeah. you're two faced. You're flipping the coin in the yeah. air, catching it. What's it gonna be? Yeah. All right, I hate this guy. Yeah, cool. Hey, what did I do? Don't know, mate. Don't know. Fuck off. Ah, oh, I'm okay with that. That's yeah. kind of fun. You're a fifty-fifty perkins. I quite like that because then you never know what you're gonna get. That's right. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. Even you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna feel at any given moment. Feelings. I'm really hyped. No, I'm just, I'm trying to think of, I feel like there are others, but he's the big one, right? Is Romeo, does, would that count? He's a real oh, Romeo. No, I think Romeo, well, I'm, I'm not 100% sure what other people would, would think, but I would sort of perceive Romeo as more of a romantic, like a, like a true love kind of thing, whereas right. I feel like Casanova's Isn't a bit of like a... Pants man. Pants man, bit of a man whore. Right. Fuck boy. He's fuck a boy. fuck boy. <laughs> Couldn't think of a word that I liked. And I landed on fuck boy and I'm happy with that decision. I feel like fuck boy means something else, but that's... Although I don't know. No, I think that's what it means. Okay. Well, I've... Yeah. I thought no. it was... Yeah, I was going to say I thought it was negative, but maybe maybe I've, pants man is negative. I think Casano- to be a Casanova isn't necessarily... I think it's to be charming and, right. and charismatic. Which I don't think is you what a fuck boy you, is. No, but you don't... But, like, he gets the ladies, right? right? And I think a fuckboy gets the ladies. But you don't marry a fuckboy, you know? You don't marry a Casanova. Okay. He sounds like a real Dave. Yeah. (laughs) No, Dave. Oh, sorry. Daves would be nice guys. Ah, thanks. You'd settle down with a Dave. You'd you'd, You'd settle for a Dave. Yeah, that's what it did sound like you were about to say. You'd You'd settle for a Dave. You'd get to 35 and... And you'd have a look around. You'd go to the over 28s nights at your local pub and just be like... Maybe I will give Dave another try. Yeah, and then you'll marry Dave and you'll be fine. Yeah. You won't be great, but you'll be fine. Yeah, you won't. Like, you'll have, you'll, you'll probably have a laugh every now and then. Yeah, there will be nights where you're lying in bed, awake, staring at the ceiling while Dave is snoring, just mm. going, oh, I mean, if I waited a couple more years, maybe I would have found a mat, but. <laughs> But, uh, you yeah, know, it's well, not, I think that's stop, a life stop lesson. beating yourself up. But I had to be a Perkins and I just snapped. Yeah, oh, this is you. Yeah, I married You end him. up with a Dave. Oh, I'm right. so sorry. So you aim, you aim you for a match. You aim for a match. You, you, you settle for a Dave. You deserve Aww, so much more, Jess. That's awful. I love you both equally and you're both wonderful. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> how, is that, how could that be a bad thing? He's so suspicious of you now. Which is fair. It's because he hasn't had a coffee. Mate, jump nah, aboard. You've got to jump on. I'm feeling, I feel alive. <laughs> I bet Lewis Dow would have had one. He's from Adelaide. He would have had about three coffees by now. I was okay. This is just a fun fact. I uh, shared a place with Lewis in Edinburgh, and we would get coffee every morning, and he would have like a triple shot just in the morning, and oh, then he'd usually oh. need another one later in the day anyway. Big coffee man, love it. Yeah, you're all addicted. You bloody slaves to the bean. <laughs> <laughs> slaves to the bean. And ju- and the coffee over there, I bet, was just as good, right? It was fine. Yeah. It's no, fine. but then like, again, we did find a, a good cafe near a place that had Australians working there. Oh, okay. So we walked in and we're like, hello. I, and it you... feels like that's got to be a myth that 
Australia does coffee. Why would no. Australia do coffee better? I reckon coffee's coffee. Yeah, that's it's I good or bad too. depending on how it's made, not where you've got it from. Yeah, that's yeah, my. Yeah, listen to this slave talk. Yeah, slave slaves talk. Slaves to the bean. <laughs> do slaves slave... to the bean? <laughs> that's so... Hashtag like... slaves to the yeah. bean. Very similar to Casanova. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross and awesome. <laughs> okay, anyway, Casanova, we've, we have time constraints. I'm getting distracted talking about Lewis and coffee. Um, he, uh, he is now an abbey and he's working as a clerical lawyer. Who? Lewis or Casanova? Lewis is an abbey. Sorry. No, Casanova is an abbey. Um, and uh, he's sort of shuffling back between um, Venice and Padua because he's continuing his studies at university. Um, by now, he's, he's quite handsome. He's tall and dark. Says his long hair powdered, scented, and elaborately curled, Ooh. which does not elaborate <laughs> curls. But for like a modern woman, I'm like mm, okay, too much. Okay. <laughs> but um, have, have a fucking haircut, mate. Yeah, just like I don't know. Elaborately. I mean, curled. if you're gonna put a bit of put a bit, little bit of product through, yeah, it. just maybe get a, a product. Get a pompadour. Like, get a pompadour. They're so great. The sexiest hairdo of all. Mm-hmm. We've always all said that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They look so good. I'm trying to build him back up after the whole Nazi thing, so just go along with it. Okay, great. I have a yeah, pompadour. You look great. You look great. Hey. The pompadour's sick, man. Your hair, yeah, your haircut is really good. It, it probably it would it suit a better looking person, but it's it's doing a pretty good job on top of your Matt. funny you, little face. Would you, would you, <laughs> hey, would you settle for this hair? <laughs> I'd settle for that. You'd aim for a mat. I mean, you'd I, settle for a yeah, pompadour. Eventually, you're like, no. I did actually <laughs> say when Matt got here today, I was like, Matt looks great. His hair looks good. What did I say to you, though, Dave? You said my eyes were looking especially blue. Oh, that's very nice. Everybody was looking great today. We're on, which was good because we had some photos taken. Good job. Look which forward would... to those guys. <laughs> Look forward to those. <laughs> They're masterpieces. Anyway. I haven't showered. <laughs> Oh, I was like inside your beard. Yeah, I'm <laughs> oh, really I was all up in there. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, so Casanova, he's a bit of a good-looking guy. He finds himself a, a patron or like a mentor, something that he ends up doing for his entire life. He's always got somebody else who basically like pays for him. He sort of like pimps himself out, I suppose, in a way. Like he, so he has this. He always um, hangs out with the wealthy people. And they usually end up letting him live with them and they, like, give him money and stuff. And what's he doing, giving them advice? Yeah, he's just kind of hanging out, man. He's just being Casanova. He's just a cool dude. Um, so he his first um, patron was 76-year-old Venetian Senator Alvisi Gasparo Malipiero. I'm so sorry if I'm saying this wrong. That I'm sounded probably, so good in my ears. It's probably so offensive. No, that, I reckon you nailed that. Mali, um, yeah, it felt, Malipiero. It felt, right. it felt authentic. Um, Just like Mama used to make it. <laughs> <laughs> he was the owner of a palace called Palazzo Malipiero. Oh, it's si, his own. See, si. si, va bene. Um, which was quite close to Cas- Casanova's home in Venice. Now, um, Malipiero moved into the best. Uh, he moved in the best circles and taught young Casanova a great deal about good food and wine and how to behave in society. So he learned a lot from this guy. He's like a mentor. Um, however, when Casanova was caught dallying with Malipiero's intended object of seduction, who was an actress called Teresa Irma, the senator drove them both from his house. He's like, get out. So he had his eye on this girl and Casanova's like, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> he showed her his boner. Um, um, but the, he's other a, the, other guy, the rich guy is really old. 76. Oh, you don't want that. You want Casanova. Come Do on. you? 
Well, Casanova's growing curiosity about women. <laughs> growing curiosity, is that what we're calling it? Mm-hmm. We're calling it a growing curiosity about women led to his first complete sexual experience with two sisters. Well, so before this, he was running away early. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never get quite His get first there. complete one, mate. threesome. He goes straight to a threesome oh. with sisters Nanetta and Maria, um, then 14 and 16. Oh. But How old's he? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Let's say 15. Sure. Oh, okay. He's young. He's under 20. Yeah, he's, he's under 20 at this age. So okay. Still not... I mean, not okay. It's not okay. But, 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 but we're talking maybe, by today's standards. Yeah, I was about to say, but this is not... Like, he, let's think about it. He was at university at 12. Like, it was a different sort of standard now. You know? Mm. Oh, I'm, not, I'm justifying it. It's not okay. Anyway, so he's... Uh, he's he proclaimed that his life hobby was firmly established. His hobby firmly. being fucking. Fuck, fucking sisters. Fucking, just fucking in general. His boner had been firmly established. He loved it. So he's also, let's remember, he's also kind of. Oh, Dave's lost it. <laughs> Man, it's just really harping on about boners. <laughs> That's great. He's really harping like, on. I'm like a dog with a boner. The, <laughs> this is the exact kind of thing that at the end Matt whispers. When we're off here, um, do you reckon maybe you could cut out some of the bone references? <laughs> I had had a lot of coffee. He always does that, and yeah. we never like, cut it out. I might send you a text being like, um, uh, "Hey, about that boner thing I did." Yeah, yeah I am going to regret this big time. <laughs> no, you're not. What were we talking about last time? We were talking about your big dick. Oh, yeah. No. Anyway, the pattern is forming. <laughs> yeah, totally. In my pants. I have so much to get through. Let's, you're a pants yep. man. Let's keep but, moving. Because oh, his lifelong hobby's only just kicked off. He's, he's not even. T- yeah, he's like twenty. Anyway, so let's remember as well that he was also like a member of the church. A member. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how many words yeah, can sound so like boners. <laughs> we're obsessed as a as a people. Yeah, we really are. Or yeah. As a people or as a podcast, it's yeah. hard to say. <laughs> so scandals tainted Casanova's short church career. Okay, after his grandmother died, Casanova entered a seminary for a short while, um, but soon his indebtedness landed him in prison for the first time. So, so he, he just he entered in, in seminary. Oh, no. oh, I I'm, knew I'm it. I knew I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I, I was knew trying it. to let that one go through. From now, yeah. I'm let's. Try our best, okay, <laughs> to let just get through a sentence. So he he went into an assent, pardon me, but it yes. only lasted a little while because he was so far in debt that he went to prison. Oh, for for all the money that he um had lost, um, so he's he's a bit he's, he's a bad boy. Oh, bad bad boy. His mother sort of attempted to secure him a position with a bishop, but Casanova was like, no, thank you. Um, instead, he found employment as a scribe with the powerful cardinal um, Aquaviva in Rome. Oh, that's a great name. Aquaviva. Waterviva. <laughs> Viva's like... Celebration. Yeah, so it's like, go water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's kind of boring, man. He's just named Cardinal Go Water. <laughs> or yay water. <laughs> yay, yay water. <laughs> And they live on, they live on the water. Yeah, well, this is in Rome, so oh. he's in Rome now. On meeting, when in Rome, this is so good. On meeting the Pope, Casanova boldly asked for a dispensation to read the forbidden books and from eating fish, which he claimed inflamed his eyes. I just like he's like, hello, Pope. Couple of quick things. <laughs> uh, no particular order. Hey, can I can I read the naughty books? And I don't want to eat fish. Is that okay, Pope? Hello. So, can you get permission to not eat fish? Like, otherwise, yeah. the, the police come around and they're like, 
Oh, um, I hear you have been eating your food. Yeah. Did you get a dispensation to yeah, not eat fish? that's weird. It is a bit strange. Um, he also compo- composed love letters for another cardinal. But when Casanova became the scapegoat for a scandal involving a local pair of star-crossed lovers, <gasps> Cardinal Aquaviva... In Fairverona? Yeah, in Fairverona, where this... Cardinal Yeawater. Cardinal Yeawater. Cardinal Aquaviva dismissed Casanova, thanking him for his sacrifice, but effectively ending his church career. He's like, you can just, you can go. Thanks for everything. Hey, thank you so much. But like, we're 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 fine. We're all right. We don't really know. You go. It's cool. We're different times back then. Yeah. Now anyone who wants to be in the church is like, please. Oh my god, please. <laughs> you want it? You want it? Really? Really? <laughs> okay. Are you sh- have you read the newspaper? Okay. No. <laughs> sure. Jump on in. Um, right. So he's left the church now. In search of a new profession, Casanova decided to become a military officer for the Republic of Venice. He joined a Venetian regiment in Corfu and he found his advancement too slow and his duty boring. And he managed to lose most of his pay playing Faro, which is a French card game. Um, so he soon abandoned his military career and returned to Venice. At the age of 21, he set out to become a professional gambler, but he'd already lost all of his money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going professional. <laughs> but I need money. So he uh, he turned to his old benefactor, Alvise Gr- uh, Grimani, for a job. Um, What's so far? He's been a, he's been a lawyer? Mm-hmm. A, a kind of a doctor. guy? Yeah. A kind of doctor? He's not, yeah, he's kind of a doctor, but not really. He wrote uh, prescriptions. An, an army <laughs> man and now yeah. a gambler. And oh, he's there's 21. More. There's more. He That's keeps going. Ridiculous. Um so, okay, here we go then. So now he's, he's he wants to be a gambler, right? But he needs money. So he begins his third career. We're not including doctor because he's not actually a doctor. His third career as a violinist <laughs> in the San Samuel Theatre. This is so good. This is how he describes it. A menial journeyman of a sublime art in which if he who excel, excels is admired, the mediocrity is rightly despised. So he's like, if you're good... Great. If you're not, ugh. But has he been playing his whole life like he, everyone else in the was, orchestra? He was taught, I believe, from like one of the... F- oh, no, he was taught in school, I think, yeah. Um, when he was living with uh, Gozzi. Gozzi. I believe that's when he learnt. He was learning violin. Right. So now he, can, he can play violin. Now he's gone professional. Now he's gone profesh. Um, my profession was not a noble one, but I did not care. I soon acquired all the habits of my degraded fellow musicians. Sorry, musicians out there. Look at these scum people, according yeah. to Casanova. That's appropriate. Violins. Yeah. So when we were talking last week about um, keyboard being the coolest bear, um, instrument No, bear, I think that's not... I think that's the opposite of what we were talking about. No, we were definitely. you guys definitely said it was the coolest. No, no, no keyboard is the... So where would, a viol- cool. where would a violin sit if it was in a band? Violin. Oh. Warren Ellis is playing it. It's right up there. Right up there. Oh, I just can't get this right. <laughs> yeah, no, vi- vi- did you not hear? They're... They do kinds of all this kind of degrading stuff. The violin's probably the most rock and roll instrument in the whole entire yeah. symphony oh, orchestra. Fuck. I just can't get it right, can I? No. No. Ah. Put down the bagpipes. <laughs> Jess, hmm? do you know who used to play the violin? Who? Casanova. Fuck. It's a pretty it's a pretty charming, cool fuck. sexual instrument. I, I have, oh. I have also, to have also Andre Ryu. Oh, he's a sexy fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's what a, a sexy oh, man. I hate him so much. <laughs> he's a sexual instrument. <laughs> I used to work I used to work at a bookshop that uh would play his CDs constantly and I wanted to die. <laughs> wow. 
You want it to Is die? It no good. No, it's fine. But like, because it was like it, the bookshop had like an ABC shop within it, so we had like Triple J CDs. We had all this good stuff that you could play, and the elderly manager would always put on fucking right. Andre Rieu. Because you know it would sell Andre Rieu, and it did. Kids aren't buying CDs, but grandparents are. No, that's a good Is point. It, yeah, so he's no, but he's a good. Oh, he's a very talented musician, yes. I, I never but fully if that's understood all you why hear, is he the leader. Why is he so big? He just plays the classics. He doesn't write his own yeah, music. Because so why he's does charming. He become... oh. People love that People mullet. Lo- oh, they love the mullet. He's got a great mullet. He's very charming. Charming Austrian? You know who else is charming? He's Dutch. Dutch. That's what I meant. You know who else is charming? Casanova. Oh, Casanova. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going back to Adolf Hitler, but yeah. <laughs> well, he was. That's more of something that Dave would say. Yeah. I forget. He oh. wasn't that bad, though. So, yeah, Casanova was not that bad. Just (laughs) as Dave started to get to you, too. Yeah. (laughs) Please do go on. (laughs) Thank you. Um, so he's hanging out with uh, with some other musicians, and he and some of his uh, fellow musicians often spent our nights roaming through different quarters of the city, thinking up the most scandalous practical jokes and putting them into execution. Ooh. <laughs> Do they have examples? We amused ourselves by untying the gondolas moored before private ah. homes, and they drifted with the current. <laughs> gotcha. 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 You've lost your only transport. Oh, you could have seen their face. <laughs> they also sent... Which mid- we didn't because we left before sunrise. They also sent midwives and physicians on false calls. Ah, people probably died because of that. Ah, so good. Oh, we need a midwife really quickly. They're all out They're getting all pranked. <laughs> Sucked in, dickheads. <laughs> you got casanova bitch. <laughs> we set the water ambulances on fire. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, so... Uh, that like, is all good stuff. No, nah, they're, just, they're just good fun. Nice. And uh, <laughs> and timeless as well. Like, if we did that to the, our gondolas, that, people would still think that was funny. Still funny. Still funny. Still funny in still Melbourne. Funny. Still funny. God, that happened to me last week. Somebody set my oh, gondola some off. Some jokester. And I was like, and I woke up and I was like. <sighs> yeah, so I clapped it. Well done. When it happened Bravo, to me, sir. like, to be honest, my first instinct was, where's my gondola? Totally, right? But then when it, when it, like the, like the cogs ticked over, yeah. I'm like, hang on a second. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very, very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no! You, I mean, when you get got, you you gotta you gotta give it up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, so it was it was a really nice moment. I think you have to have coffee before every podcast because you are so much more fun than normal when you're very boring. Thank you. So finally, guys, some good fortune came to the rescue. What? How is he? He doesn't have any bad fortune apart from no, gambling. No, he doesn't badly. like his job. He doesn't like being a musician. Well, poor me, right? So he's unhappy with his luck. Right. So what happened was he saved the life of a Venetian nobleman. Ah, good move. Of the Bragadin family, who had a stroke while riding with Casanova in a gondola after a wedding ball. What is their life? I know. Some of the things... Anyway, so they immediately stop. Uh, they stopped and they... To have the senator bled, like I'm guessing, like bloodletting. Yeah, yeah. To to help him, so then uh, they they get him back to the senator's palace, and a physician bled the senator again and applied an ointment of mercury to the senator's chest. Now this was apparently um, an all-purpose remedy at the time, but <laughs> toxic. Toxic, but yeah. Just essentially just rub poison on his chest. It's kind of like a Vicks vapor rub, you know, like it's just an all-purpose. Like it'll just help, but it's. Mercury. What and do you so, think going to happen? What's, what today is, is being applied to us that we're going to look back at in 300 years' time and go, oh, it was so weird how we used to t- 
take paracetamol or something. Probably, I, probably Vicks Vaporub. I've been thinking that about like laser hair removal. Right. I've been thinking that about like if if it turns out you know twenty years from now they're like yeah that wasn't a good idea I'd be like nah yeah I reckon probably not. Yeah. <laughs> putting lasers. A, putting a laser in your skin probably Hang on. not a good idea. Are you saying that I should regret my entire body laser hair removal? No, treatment? because you, you look, look good. amazing. <laughs> you look Thank good. you. You look so good. Yeah, that's it. If you die young, who gives a fuck? Because you look amazing. No, I will be buried naked so people can see this. Perfect. Dave? I mean, you're going to be hideous when it kicks in, but... Dave, no regrets, babe. You look great. There's gonna, you're going to leave some sort of bloody beautiful uh, photos. Beautiful probably. corpse photos. So beautiful. Thank you. So they've put mercury on him, right? <laughs> Which raised his temperature and induced a fever... And uh, and he appeared to be choking on his own swollen windpipe. So things and the d- doctors are going, yep, this is all this is no, it's fine. This is yep. normal. This is, uh, is ah, the mercury God. is working. If only, we could, <laughs> if only all the midwives weren't tied up with some yeah. sort of thing going oh, they're on. They're so busy chasing their gondolas down the mm-hmm. river. Um, and a priest was called because they thought, like, he's, he's going to die. He was looking really unwell. Casanova, however, took charge. And, uh, and he, um, even though the... Attending physician was protesting. He ordered the removal of the ointment and the washing of the senator's chest with cool water. So, like, get that fucking poisonous ointment <laughs> off him. So they did that, and oh, he was so someone. So it wasn't common knowledge. Like, well, I don't, I don't know if he was like hmm. just a real smart guy. Well, obviously they wouldn't be using it if they knew it was toxic. I yeah. think that's something we know now. But yeah, Casanova yeah. was like, well, maybe let's get rid of that. Right. So he got it off. They washed it off him. And he made it full recovery, like he he was fine. They thought he was going to die, and then he turned out to be fine. But because of his youth <laughs> and um, and his medical knowledge, the senator and his his friends thought that Casanova was wise beyond his years, and concluded that he must be in position of the occult knowledge. They're like he's some kind of witch doctor. Who oh. is this person? Right. So then the senator invites Casanova into his household, and he becomes like a lifelong patron of him. So now he's living in a fucking palace because he so saved this guy. So the occult was a positive thing. Well, well, I guess so, yeah. How funny. Well, just having that knowledge, I suppose, mm. that more spiritual knowledge they thought was really cool. Um, for the next three years under the senator's patronage, working nominally as a legal assistant, Casanova led the life of a nobleman, dressing magnificently, and was, as was natural to him, spending most of his time gambling and engaging in amorous pursuits. <gasps> he be fucking. Oh. Amorous. So he's, he's picking up amorous to ladies. Amorous is a great word. Amorous is pretty good. Now he's his patron. Things are getting a little amorous. amorous. <laughs> you have yeah, you pause and say it slowly. Amorous. His patron, so the um, uh, the senator that he had saved, Mr. Mercury. Mr. Mercury. Freddy. He was he was very to- <laughs> <laughs> he was very tolerant, um, but he did warn Casanova that someday he would pay the price. He's like, you know, be careful of your behaviour. But Casanova, I'm sure everything will be fine. Casanova said, I made a joke of his dire prophecies and went my way. <laughs> well, first mistake. Not the first, actually. Not your first at all. <laughs> Lol. Lol. Good walking. one. How's that mercury? Fuck off. Um, however, not much later, Casanova was forced to leave Venice due to further scandals. This is so good. Casanova had dug up a freshly buried corpse <laughs> in order to play a practical joke on an enemy Very and good. exact revenge. <laughs> but the victim went into paralysis never to recover. That he got him. He broke <laughs> him. He got, he gotcha. got him. He bloody got him. Gotcha. Got him, you dickhead. Matt tillied him real good. <laughs> tillied him. So he, he was just paralyzed forever. Yeah. 
Yeah, so he's he's not good. So he also, I mean, I shouldn't just attack this on at the end of that terrible prank, but he also fled Venice after he was accused of rape. So he oh. flees to Parma, which is where the Parma is from. Really? Um, pot no, and Parma? Probably not. Yeah, you get a Parma and a Pot and Parma. <laughs> um, Casanova then entered into a three-month affair with a French woman he named Henriette. I didn't name her, but like oh, right. in so, his writings, sorry. he referred to her as Henry. I knew sorry. that was coming. My name's Joan. I'll call you Henriette. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but it's Joan. It's Joan. I cannot stress this enough. My name's Joan. Was Joan. Was Joan. Please just call me my name, which is Joan. Henriette. You look like a Henriette. I'm not a Henriette. I'm a Joan. Don't. I just don't feel I'm normally really good with this. Yeah. You're definitely a Henriette. Yeah, trust me. You're a Henriette. Um... This was perhaps the deepest love he ever experienced. Um, and his words... Wow. This is, this is kind of strange and nice. See if you can interpret these words. In his words, he said, They who believe that a woman is incapable of making a man equally happy all the 24 hours of the day have never known a Henriette. That's kind of nice, isn't it? <laughs> very nice. Really nice, but once again, my name is Joan. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. must. I appreciate the sentiment yeah, but, there. But, but it'd be nice if you named nice. me, and not could... some fantasy woman. He just seemed to be like so impressed that she was intelligent. He was like, "Wow, she's red, and she challenges me in conversation." It's like, "Oh, okay, you, you've met, she's like met a into- real person." Yeah, oh, you've met a person. She cool. challenges me on what I call her every day. <laughs> Gosh, she's fucking Joan. She's so challenging. Oh, she's the she's best a real ones challenge. are though, aren't they? Oh boy. Um, but that kind of so that sort of um relationship. Didn't last, and he was crestfallen and and sad. And he returned to Venice, and after a good gambling streak, he recovered. Yeah, and set off on a grand tour. Horses. Grand tour I was talking about before, like the um. Oh, isn't that what people do at eighteen? And now he's how old is he now? Oh, he's like in his twenties, but still, he can still do it. Okay. It's a rite of passage. He's yeah. a tool. He has the right to passage. <laughs> This he's, guy over he's, here taking away people's rights all the got, time. He's got the rights to Joan's passage. Oh, oh no, too, Dave. too soon, Dave. Yuck. Joan's no. been dead for several hundred years. No, She's also no. we can only assume a person. And please don't refer to her bits as a passage. Yeah. Good heavens. And I think we call her Henriette. Yeah. Sorry. As sorry. is her name. Sorry, Jones Passage. Great hair on top of a real piece of shit human. So apparently... (laughs) It's the icing on the poo. (laughs) Apparently, as uh, as he's on his grand tour, he's just bouncing from sexual escapade to sexual escapade. Bouncing is (laughs) such a vivid... Wow. You're welcome. ...descriptor. And he reaches Paris in 1750. Um, He stayed in Paris for two years. He learnt the language, spent much of his time at the theatre, introduced himself to notables. (laughs) Notables. Bonjour, no? Bonjour, I mean. (laughs) Bonjour. Bonjour. That's all he did, just said hello. Hello. To famous people. Like Dave Warnke in a French church. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. Um, soon, however, his numerous liaisons were noted by the Paris police, as they were in nearly every city he visited. Everywhere he went, they were like, what the fuck is this guy, right? Because he was always just so gross. Um... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. i got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate... Your last biscuit. I was that saving been, them for my wedding. That has been stressing. <laughs> that has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me. And that feel that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. it was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit that he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> That is upsetting to hear, but I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills, learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash D-G-O. In 1752, he and his brother Francesco moved from Paris uh, to Dresden where his mother and sister Maria were living. Um, He then visited Prague and Vienna before he finally returned to Venice in 1753. In Venice, Casanova resumed his escapades, picking up many enemies and and gaining the greater attention of the Venetian inquisitors. His police record became a lengthening list of reported blasphemies, seductions, fights and public controversy. So he's a bad boy. Imagine he's so under public record and had all these seductions on Yeah, he just keeps seducing everyone. Seven counts of seduction. Stop seduction. it. Stop getting out there and seducing everyone. Stop it. Um, uh, a state spy, Giovanni Minucci, was employed to draw out Casanova's knowledge of Freemasonry and to examine his library for forbidden books. They're like, I reckon he's probably got some of the yeah. naughty books. Oh, no. They're not allowed to have them, they're forbidden. Did he have to go undercover? Oh, can I borrow some sugar? And oh, can I borrow a book? Yeah. Uh, what do you know about Freemasonry? Yeah. Good day. God, you'd be a great spy, Dave. <laughs> I'd be real good. I nearly him. told you everything. I was just about then. to drop my Dax. Dax. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Dax. I don't know Dax in so long. So good. The last time I said Dax is when I was trying to explain to an American what dacking meant. Right. Because I was like, what, yeah, would, when what would you call it? They would call it pantsing. We call oh. pant like, dax is a, is a slang term for your pants or trousers. So if you t- if you dack someone, <laughs> it's pulling their pants down. You're pulling their dax down. You're dacking them. <laughs> dacking them. Got dacked. You got dacked. The oh, first time I heard the word dack. Was when uh, one of my older cousins tried to use it in a game of Scrabble against my dad. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's no, like, no, 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 D- uh, no, it's a dack. Not a word. How would you spell it? D a c k. Yeah, yeah that's And your dad had was having none of it. Yeah, none, none of, of that. No, none of it. <laughs> no, so I can't dack. Dack. It's a word. <laughs> I'll show you what it means. Mm. Um. So yeah, there's people spying on him, trying to figure out what what he knows. So a couple of people advised him to leave um, because there were there were some pretty stiff consequences. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, not you... falling for it, Jess. <laughs> yes. I am. That is some very good pl- wordplay. <laughs> now, the following day, he's now 30 years old. following day, um, he's arrested and um, 
uh, he's imprisoned uh, under the Leeds. Now, the Leeds was a prison of seven cells on the top floor of the east wing of the Doge Palace. I'm saying it wrong. I'm so sorry. Reserved for prisoners of higher status and political crimes and named for the lead plates. Maybe it's leads. That would make sense. Leads. Because it's named after the lead plates covering the palace roof. So it's probably the leads, not the leads. But bloody these things, hey, they look the the same. Those words are always true. The leads. Anyway. Hanging out with the leads. Just hanging out with the leads. Is that a homonym? Homonym. Homonym. Homonym? Homonym. Hummus? You saying hummus? Homonym. You saying hummer vehicle? The vehicle hummer? Homonym. What are you saying? Homonym. Harmony? Harmonium. What? Harmonium. Oh, Harmonium. Harmonium. Eminem. Eminem. Eight Mile. Great. <laughs> Mum spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So without a trial, Casanova was sentenced to five years in the unescapable prison. Oh, please tell me he escapes the unescapable prison. Oh, he escapes the unescapable prison. Yeah, he does. Well, he fu- to rename it. Does he fuck uh, his way out the front door? He fucks his way out the front door. All right. No, he was uh, placed in solitary confinement. He had clothing, a pallet bed, table, and armchair. <laughs> that seems pretty yeah, cushy. Better than my place. I don't have an armchair. <laughs> i got a couch. Anyway, um, in uh, in the worst of all the cells, apparently, where he suffered greatly from the darkness, summer heat, and millions of fleas. Um, he was soon housed with a series of, of cellmates, and after five months, um, he was in a personal appeal from Count Braggadon, so one of his old patron mates. Um, he was given warm winter bedding and a monthly stipend for books and better food. So he's like, no, he's kind of living, living the life. Um, during exercise walks he was granted in the in the prison, he found a piece of black marble and an iron bar, which he smuggled back to his cell. And when uh, when he, like, temporarily he didn't have any cellmates in his room, so he spent two weeks sharpening the bar into a spike on the stone. <laughs> And when he began, he began to like gouge through the wooden floor underneath his bed, like he's going to escape through the oh, floor. Dig, dig a hole in the floor. Dig a hole in the floor because underneath, uh, he knew that he was directly above the Inquisitor's chambers, so it's like just he could get out, which is pretty funny. But then, just three days before his intended escape, during a festival where no officials would be in the chamber below, Casanova was moved to a larger, lighter cell with a view. <laughs> <laughs> Despite his protest that he was perfectly happy where he was. He's like, nah, I'm good. I love it. I don't mind it here. This shithole is so good. Nah, you know. Yeah. I'm comfortable. Most of the pill on the wall is mine. It's fine. Right. So they move him and he's like, no. And he's he's very depressed. But he overcomes his disappointment. Yeah, you got to get busy living or get busy dying. (laughs) And he sets up another escape plan. So he gets the help of, uh, of the prisoner in the adjacent cell. Father Balby, who was like a renegade priest, apparently. Oh, I love this character already. Love he doesn't it. want to leave. He's got a view now. He's got a view. Got I don't view. know why he'd want to. He's got to. a view and an awesome sidekick. So good. Doesn't have to pay rent. That sounds great. So he smuggles the spike to the to uh, his his mate. Same spike. Same spike. Um, and the and then the the priest makes a hole in his ceiling, climbs across, and made a hole in the ceiling of Casanova's cell. And I don't really understand. Like some of this does not make sense because basically he, Casanova's cellmate was a spy. They're a spy on Casanova, but Casanova scares him. He like intimidates him and terrorizes him into silence. <laughs> so eventually, the Balby breaks into Casanova's cell, 
they they get out onto the roof, I think. Like, it, it, none of it makes sense. Eventually, they, like, drop into um, uh, uh, one of the rooms and they change clothes. They have a little bit of a sleep. <laughs> they change their clothes. <laughs> We're out of the cell. Time yeah. for a nap. Well, that's exactly what they do. <laughs> and then they, they just kind of casually walk out. And, the, and there's, like, a guard there because like, there'd been, like, a, a, I think there'd been some sort of function or something like that. So, like, oh, we just fell asleep after the function. Oh, I had a few uh, too many And ones. they get out. And they get out. So they really do walk out the front door. They walked out the front door. That really does Escaped by gondola. <laughs> by gondola. <laughs> by gondola. It is totally unescapable. <laughs> unescapable. They just wander out. Now, skeptics, um, skeptics reckon that Casanova's tale is a little bit implausible. Right. And I thought that too. Well, you did to say this doesn't make any sense several times. Well, yeah. So I am one of the skeptics. Um, they, they sort of figured he probably bribed his way out. Um, however, some physical evidence does exist in the state records, including repairs to the um, to the cell ceilings. Oh, that's very good. They kind of match yeah. up with that time, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Eh. Well, how many times have you broken out of an inescapable prison? How many? Yeah, how many times? We're we talking about like full inescapable. Yeah. How? What do you mean? Are there degrees of inescapability? Yeah, I well, think there are, Jess. I'd say, Why well, have you turned on me? I mean, there's well because Matt and I have broken out of many prisons together. Yeah, Aww. yeah. We we were once known as uh, Bonnie and Dave Warnicky. That's right. For some reason I was known as Bonnie for a little while back. I there. like it. Yeah, I like it too, and it, and um, <laughs> and so did our uh, our fans. You know how I feel about nicknames. So you feel real good about them, Bonnie. Bonnie. I like oh, it. Oh, Bonnie's a good one. Yeah. Matt Bonnie Stewart. They used oh, to come that's here. fuck. That's actually really good. My Bonnie. Bonnie. Yeah, um, that's great. I, 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 yeah, I've broken out. Look, I'd say clear mm-hmm. six, but there is one that was like borderline inescapable. So that's sure. why I asked the question. Sure. One of them, like that, like it wasn't defi- it wasn't on the sign. Uh huh. Inescapable, but yep. like it was strongly implied. It was like one of those unwritten rules. Uh-huh. Sounds to me like uh-huh. it's a really like a high security prison, but they accidentally left the door unlocked or something like that. Yeah, like. The, they themselves, if if you really pushed them, yeah. would admit that it was escapable. Sure, they I I got them to admit that when I had a gun to their head. And I would argue, escaping. Uh-huh. they're like, yeah, okay, it's escapable. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, say it like you mean it. Uh-huh. Or I'm going to blow your fucking and then, nose off. And then and, how did they say it? And they said, sorry, Bonnie. And I said, look, it's fine. And we like we chatted and we chatted. Yeah, yeah. I I actually um had a six pack of Takati Mexican beers <laughs> un- under my arm Did at you? the time. Yeah. I don't know, am I pronouncing that right, Takati? Who knows? Am I, I Mexican? I don't think that beer really exists. Look, just Google it, mate. <laughs> I mean you were there, you were only five feet ahead of me. I I remember you were tapping your watch. You're going, <laughs> Come Hurry on, up. come on. There is no time for small talk. And I'm like, come on, this guy's having a he's on you know he's having a rough trot. Anyway, we knocked down a beer pretty quickly and yeah. uh, moved on. What was the question again? I'm not sure. Was it cool? Do I do I regret asking? Pr- yes. So Cass. Cass Nova. He's out of prison. A. Anyway. So he's he flees to Paris and and he's matured, guys. He's grown up. How old is he now? He's still pretty I don't young. Know. Young still. But he's um uh, his fucking question. <laughs> well, he's in he's in Paris, but he's like he's got nothing, right? Because obviously he's just broken out of prison. Define nothing. No, sorry, I'm just just <laughs> trying to be facetious. Please go on. The Oxford Dictionary <laughs> defines nothing, nothing as, as fuck off, of... Dave. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting that you were going to go for an actual 
Well, I was gonna. I was looking for a joke midway. You, you I th- thought something was gonna come. Yeah. So Don't worry. Now? If I keep talking long enough, a punchline will. No, it will not. No, please will not. save me, me, Jess. Bail me out. Bail me out. I've gotten pretty good over fifty. What fifty one? Two two episodes of knowing the look on your face when you need bailing out. Now look, I was I was about to hit gold. Were you? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry Just, to have one, stopped you, one prospector. Away. Yeah. <laughs> My little uh, gold detector was a bit, 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 bit. Alrighty. <laughs> anyway. Bonnie is on fire today. Oh, don't start him, please. So he's in Paris. Pardon he's me. in he's Paris. Got nothing. He's in Paris and he's looking for a new patron because he wants he wants somebody to support him again, right? He wants. I love this lifestyle. Me too. I'd be up for it. In fact, we were talking about that. At, we were talking about that recently, where like, you know, elderly rich men just look for company on holidays like somebody just to come on holidays with them like it's not know. always a sex thing. Oh, so it's not I'd a sex worker no I'd anyway do yeah i'd totally do that I reckon. are they like do you, would you expect expect payment as well or just cover cover your costs i mean i suppose it's probably dependent on the, the person and the situation I'm, actually, I'm assuming you'd come to some sort of arrangement yeah a I've contract would be drawn yeah sure. i've actually done that we didn't draw a contract but my grandpa needed to go some to china with someone and i volunteered what? I was his arm candy. Needed to go to sure. China f- with someone. Mm. Why did he? It was actually, um, it, was a, it was like a, a thing that he booked a tour and it was like my parents in one room and then he needed to share a room with someone else. And I was like. He needed to share a room. Well, you know, it was like the, it was like a. A twin share they, they paid for, it's like a tour. Yeah. So he could have, he could have gone alone, but he, he thought it would be a waste well, he, of money. Well, essentially he's extended his or, arm to his. Grandson and said, "Would you like to go to China?" Or were you some sort of decoy so he could get through the border control with something up his butt? <gasps> oh my god! Dave. No, the the thing was up my butt. That there is where is. the plan differs. <laughs> there it is. See, Matt, uh, you would have checked my grandpa's butt, but you would not have checked mine, would you? That is a good decoy, and that is how I got through <laughs> customs. I kind of what would you? You would fit like one pill in your butt. <laughs> do, you, do you think that my butt is less curvaceous, <laughs> like a cavity, has a smaller cavity than most? Yes. yes. A small, what does small man I mean, equal you, small cavity? I mean, Hashtag small man, small cavity. <laughs> I think you, you, you've got a they, small throat. You've got you can't, a small you everything. can't eat more than one pea at a time. So I can't imagine you'd. I imagine your poop would be like <laughs> like rabbit so, pellets. He's so confused and oh. upset right now. Well, I don't know to be offended or to be. I don't like. How do well, I take either. this? I mean, it's just. Just we're the just, facts of life. We're just putting the mirror back up to your butt and showing you what's in it. <laughs> which, which, Not a lot. Which. Which, uh, ironically, is exactly how I got the thing up there in the first place. <laughs> yeah, you need a mirror. It's need all about mirror. angles. Otherwise, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's very hard to find your own butt. I don't know if you know this. To yeah, find your I've own been butt. For very years. Fun. Yes, keep looking, Matt. You'll strike cold eventually. There she is. Okay. Hey, remember at the very start of this episode, we're like, oh, we've got limited time. Yeah. Glad we talked about your butts for a long time there. Yeah, but that was worth it, wasn't yeah, it? Because well, I've discovered I have fun. a small cavity. Well, we don't know that for sure. It's an assumption from two people who do not have any knowledge of the human body. Look, I think I, you better say of my butt. <laughs> or your butt. You have true. a little bit of knowledge. I think, I think <laughs> I've we seen can... your butt in you... jeans. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I can't right. picture your butt. I assume, yeah, I'm, I'm I picturing a very small... I've never looked at your butts. I'm being uh, sexually objectified and loving it. <laughs> so, And neither of us said anything complimentary or... About my... Oh, I don't expect you to praise my, the cavity no, we of my butt. No, weren't really objectifying you. I was just saying, like, I've, I've seen you in person before. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. <laughs> oh well, like, weekly. Well, this is... 
She's doing it right now. I'm looking at you right now. I mean, yeah. you're sitting down, but I can kind of see the side of your butt. I can see, like, hip. I feel threatened. I feel very threatened. <laughs> I feel like you're eyeing me off. I'm not. You're safe. She's, she's squinting so she can see your butt. Yeah, I, I don't, don't have my glasses on. Normally, normally people... <laughs> he just presented. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> like, okay, I need to describe Honestly, what he looks like. Honestly, someone got some binoculars or something? He's, I cannot... he's sitting on his chair with his arms crossed, looking all mad at us, but then just kind of like lifts his leg a bit so I can look at his butt better. Hey, I'm a tease, Looking but I'm not going to spot where his butt should be. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give it all away. I keep some cards up my sleeve and sure. some things up my butt. Yeah, you got it. Things. See, that's where things. I think you're being. You're definitely being ambitious, thinking you get things up things. there. Or you multi- So it should I'm thinking be... you get thing up there. Oh, okay. What thing? Like a small, maybe half a, half a. Like, what are we talking about? What kind of thing are you smuggling? I was assuming drugs, but I don't know. If not firearms. Firearms. Set One up. bullet. I I'll reckon talk. you'd be able to get a bullet up <laughs> a there. A small bullet. A small bullet. For a pea shooter. Yeah. A pea. A pea. A really frozen pea that you could put inside a gun yeah. and shoot it quickly. I was thinking more like a, a like overcooked one so it's quite mushy. He's kind of like... Mushy pea. Yeah. Mushy pea. Well, up your butt. Beggars can't be choosers. Serves no purpose. What are you taking? <laughs> Well, you mean you can't define the uh, the texture or I how said thick overcooked. The pea is. I said overcooked, so it's mushy. Overcooked. It's mushy, mate. You got Our a mushy English, pea. English so I'm, sm- I'm smuggling that. one mushy pea. Yep. God, that cost my grandpa thousands. <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of, what does the Chinese market offer for a mushy pea? <laughs> I don't know. I hope Better it was worth it. worth it. How old were you? Oh, this is fi- uh, this time about five years ago. Okay. So you're at your twenty one. Your, your butt cavity would have been fully developed. Oh yeah, for sure. I was a it was a full adult. You were an adult, not a boy, not yet a man. Sure, but still. Britney Spears. Thank you. <laughs> you were Britney Spears. Was Britney oh. Spears at the time. Huh. Hey, do you reckon you could get more stuff in her butt or my butt? <laughs> Look, I'm Just going out on a limb here, but I reckon everyone in the world could fit more in their butt <laughs> than you. I reckon a baby. I'm <laughs> I'm including small animals. I, <laughs> I really like. I really. I rise this to a is challenge. So fun. Oh, are you going to try and put something oh, in your butt like... now? Don't. You know what? All right, Dave? point to first, something. First live podcast. No. We no. put something up, Dave's. No. I want to do it right now. Point to something You're not in this doing room. It right now. Point to something no, in this room. Dave, you can do this in your own time and please don't message us about it afterwards. What are you pointing at? His drink bottle. Of course. You go for. And it's like, it's not one of the. It's not the one that sort of crushes down into in. anything. It's a. It's made out of aluminium. Well, or aluminum, aluminum for, for our, our American, American listeners. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> aluminum. We're so in sync. We are in sync. Just like uh, Josie T. Yep, there we go. Yep. Um, can I? Do you reckon I should go on with the podcast? Maybe. I'm going to be distracted. Are we doing a podcast? Yeah. I'm going to be distracted thinking about how offended I am. But please do go can on. Can you just like pause your butt thinking for now? <laughs> I know it's hard. My butt. Yeah, I know your butt's hard. Thank you. But tiny. Firm. Firm. Thank you. Yes. Now we're talking. Because <laughs> it's These are some bone. words you like? Yeah, I like this. My butt is made of bone. <laughs> you know what, though? If we were having this conversation, but I was the target, it would be incredibly creepy, wouldn't it? No good at all. Yeah, that's, that's the thing about female privilege. Where does it yeah. end? When Where will it, it stop? <laughs> when it will it stop? <laughs> we got it too good for too long. Yeah. Hey, don't see me arguing. 
Um, okay, so... I, I, can I, before you go on, just sure. to get you back on, on track, every yes. time I hear Casanova, I just think, Casanova, Casanova, baby. <laughs> so, I just had to sing it once. Is that Great. Shania Twain? What? No, Come Christina on, Aguilera. Is it? Oh, that's who it is. What a butt. Hey, Dave. <laughs> Please you, you host Trivia Nights. Have you ever heard the team name Quiz Teamer Aguilera? Oh, that's good. Oh. <laughs> the... The second most common after trivia, Newton John. Oh, very is, good. Too. No, it is not good. Nah, it's pretty good. What about this? quiz in my pants? Oh, actually, that's second. Yeah, jizz ones are pretty common. Jizz yeah. one had oh. one. I was at one last week, and it, the one team went with Quizchin Bale. Oh, ugh, yeah. I hadn't heard that before. Not terrible, but a bit of a, a bit of a stretch. I haven't like Dave's a real trivia veteran, so mm. I. I'm still impressed by any sort of quiz. Pun. Sure. Um, quiz Christofferson. Oh, good. very Double. good. Very good, yeah. yeah I like that. Um, uh, there's a AFL player, Cyril Rioli, is it? Yep, yeah. Cyril Quizoli. That's pretty no, funny. That's, that's <laughs> it's so bad. I love it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I love it. I, lo- I love really bad ones. Did we we were needing to pad this episode out, right? No, your oh. report was short. No, and you said if you could just pad it out. No, I was saying Maybe the opposite. Some butt talk. I was and saying then the some opposite. Quiz puns. No, I was saying I've got more to go, and we need to get through it. Uh, I mean, what? I'm enjoying butt talk as much as the next person. Is that a new segment? And you know, I hate being the the stiffler <laughs> for yeah, was the time management. Yeah, the one with the hot mum. Stickler. Stickler, is what yeah. I was going Stickler. for. Oh, I can't Stickler. even sentence right. Let me, well, let me just say, Casanova, Casanova, Casanova baby. Well, that's how we got so we're in Paris. We're in Paris. He's, Fuck, he's we've got been nothing. in Paris for a long time. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's, he's looking, looking for a benefactor. A new, a new sugar daddy. <laughs> oh, that's how we got here. Yeah. Um, so he becomes, so through, um, through his old friend, uh, de Benis, God, my French is no good, um, who is now the foreign minister of France, he, um, is advised by, by his, um, friend to find means of raising funds for the state as a way to gain the trust of France. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, so, cause he's like... <laughs> Yeah, so the, he, they're like France getting these good pants. books. Yeah, he wants to get in France pants. Oh. Or France pants. France pants. France pants. I got a penchant for France pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he becomes uh, one of the trustees for the first state lottery and one of the one of its best ticket salesmen. So he's selling tickets to the lottery. Oh, you know how he's a gambling man? Oh, I d- I've lost track. He's a great gambler. He's a great gambler. He's obviously quite charming. So he's like Wait, selling tickets for the lottery. Gambler? Well, yeah, well, a, a passionate one. Sounds are not mutually exclusive. That's right. Yeah. yeah, he's a great gambler, but not necessarily good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the casino would, would count him as a great yeah. gambler. Yes. Great customer. Great customer. Yep. Right, so by doing this, by um, becoming one of the trustees of the first lottery and by selling all the tickets, he actually earned like quite a large fortune quite quickly. Like He's, he's making some cash now. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot to be said about fucking people over, isn't there, for money? There's, yeah. There's, you get a lot, but... Yeah. Nah, but worth it though, eh? Um, yeah, I reckon. Anyway, so now he's got we're money. We're doing it wrong, Jess. We're doing it wrong. Have we not... Are we not making millions from this? Oh, oh. From this or anything else. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, good point. Um, but hey, we've 
um, we're following our dreams, I guess. Or I've embezzled all the money, so I'm rich. It's great. What money? All of it. Where are you getting money? Where are you getting from? money from? Don't ask questions. But that seems like a very valid question to ask. Just uh, buy a lottery ticket and shut up. That's probably how Casanova was selling American. <laughs> buy a lottery oh. ticket and shut up. All right, no, like, Mr. This guy is charming. He's charming as shit. Just do what he says. So now he's got money, right? And he's like, he's he's moving in all the the high circles. And it's his own money now, so he's it's not his own even money. like you know well, with yeah. a sugar daddy. Yeah, but so now he's like, he's with all the 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 top class people. He's moving in the cool groups. Okay, if he's in high school, he's not hanging out with the bloody the the kids playing chess. Chess club. Nah, mate. Chess club. He'd probably be hanging out with the drama kids because they're the coolest ones. Anyway, Look, I, don't I don't know, know I if they are. Dave, shut the fuck up. You were a drama kid too. Yeah, and I was not the coolest. Oh, Dave, no, I really right. thought I have... you'd have my back on that one. No, I love drama. Love theatre. Do oh, you? I wish I had a thing. Love Chekhov. Chekhov. Brecht. Love them all. Ugh. Stanislavski. I don't know. I wonder what... I'd, I have no idea what I would have been stereotyped as at school. Stoner. <laughs> Just by the look of you, not by yeah, your actions <laughs> or your drug use. Never been stoned. <laughs> yeah, but just by the look of you and your droll nature, stoner. People, yeah, that assumption was made at times. Yeah. I know, mate. I know. Hey. Hey. Well, I it's showed okay. them. It's okay to have no direction or passion or uh, interests or talents. It's okay. Yeah, it's great. To, it's, it's great. It's fine to have, all, have no... No talents or interest, and yeah. not even have a drug habit to blame it on. It's great that most people that you went to school with have probably forgotten you exist. That's great. Good on you. Hey, Maddie. You're very quiet over <laughs> oh, there now, buddy. Just searching for something to say. <laughs> <laughs> There's no defense. You've oh. taken the butt from your mirror and held it in front of your face. The mirror from your butt, I meant. Fuck. <laughs> That's a weird one. You've taken the butt from your mirror. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> Old mirror butt steward over there. No, I reckon everyone at university, no, we're at high school's high school. thinking about me right now. I they? reckon they are. Bloody hell. Is I he still alive, they what, say? I wonder what happened to that guy. What happened to him? Who? That's what they say to each other. I wonder how magnificent his beard is now. <laughs> it was so good when he was a teen. So he's he's moving in all the fancy circles and um, he, he dupes many of the socialites um, with his occultism, you know how like they thought oh, he yeah, he had he had some sort of oh because he saved a guy yeah yeah right so they think he's By got some sort of poison off his chest yeah <laughs> he's got Witch. he's one of the occult anyway so he um... hey guys if you don't shoot him in the heart he'll probably feel better yeah <laughs> what kind of magic is this what is this where are you from but if you must shoot him please use this bullet from within my butt. So silver bullet and one of his butt. So Cass is just using his excellent memory, which made him appear to have a sorcerer's power of numerology. Again, numerology, sorcerer's power. Okay, but everybody thinks he's just amazing. He because also, he can remember numbers. Because he remembers things, but not just. I don't think it's just numbers. I think it's also like he just has a good memory. So he Dave, recalls things and uses. Yeah, he's Dave, very observant. I, actually, I have this pair as well, Dave. Okay. Think of a number right now. Between any number. Any at all. number. Okay, I got it. You got one? Yeah. 64. Oh, close. 69. Lol. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. so obvious now that you've said <laughs> it. Oh. The funniest number. I like to think that he was probably just predicting things that no one could confirm nor deny. Like, ask me what I had for breakfast when I was seven on the 26th of August. What do you have for breakfast? Bread. 
I had bread. Oh, oh, very good. Thank you for using my birthday in that uh, imaginary flashback. Too. No worries. Thank you for that. Your 20, birthday. 26th I, of August. 26th of August. That's what I would have said. Yeah. And I just heard it. And I the mem- already could not remember. Your okay. memory is amazing. You're Mr. So- memory. Mr. Memory over there. That's what they used to call me. Bonnie, Mr. Memory. God, it's a complicated nickname. It is. Hey, but, but if you've got a great memory, you can remember it. Well, yeah, for me, it was fine. Because I get the, get the memory, but, um, you know, others. Okay. Okay. So, Casanova also claimed to be an alchemist, which made him really popular with some of the um, most prominent figures of the era because um, uh, alchemy was really popular amongst the nobles, particularly the search for the Philosopher's Stone, the first Harry Potter book. Um, they all wanted a copy, right. and most of the bookshops had run out. So. so, alchemy, of course, being turning base metals into precious metals. Yeah. Golden. So they're all looking for the Philosopher's Stone, which uh, is sought after because um, it's supposed to give you eternal life, right? So, so everybody, all these so nobles, were m- morons back then. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So he's profiting from that too because he's just bullshitting, and they're like, "Oh my god, give him all your money! He's amazing." Um, Love this guy. Yeah, he's so good. So, um, as the Seven Years' War began, Casanova was again called to help increase the state treasury. So, he was entrusted with the mission of selling state bonds in Amsterdam. Like, don't send him to Amsterdam. Was Amsterdam always... I think it's always been a... And, well, who knows, actually. This is a long I think, time ago. I mean, Venice is, at this point, the party capital Well, that's of true. That's true. So, maybe Amsterdam's still finding its party legs, yeah. you know? Um Oh, okay, this is why. Because Holland was the financial centre of Europe at the time. That makes sense. bloody topsy-turvy back then. Yeah, Holland is where all the money is. Venice, party central. Come on. Can't keep up. Now it's not like that at all. So he succeeds in selling the bonds at an 8% discount. I don't really know what it all sort of adds up to, but he's made a lot of money. The following year, he... Sounds like he's ripped off the treasury. Probably. I'll give you all this for 10% less than it's worth. But... um, he it made him rich enough that he was able to um, buy, oh, sorry, f- to f- like found a silk manufactory. <laughs> he found a silk manufactory. Like he he started How did he lose one. one in the first place. You're an idiot. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'm so sorry, but please edit that out. <laughs> nope. That's that's one of the worst things I've ever said in my life. That's not true at all. But silk's like one, oh. t- one time you said hand mut. So <laughs> someone like that. Finger dick in the hand. Oh. Has that taken off online? I, I don't think it has. I really thought that was going to catch on. No, I think we thought it was going to become didn't. a meme. I think, we, <laughs> I think we, <laughs> we, we lost followers that week. <laughs> I remember that too. Oh. So he's, now he's making silk. Now, you can make good money from silk back then, can't you? Like it's a rare thing, right? Yeah, so he's got like a silk factory. <laughs> Right, so he's like, he's doing quite well. And then, of course, because he's doing well, he starts to fuck it up. So the French government even offered him a title and a pension if he'd become a French citizen and work on behalf of the finance ministry. But he said no, possibly because some people speculate it was because it would frustrate his wanderlust. You know, he doesn't want to settle. He never does things for, for too long. It's like he's got commitment issues. Oh, but becoming a citizen, will that tie you down? I don't oh, know. Who knows? Well, apparently, got, according to him. He's got itchy feet. Itchy feet is, is that a one. thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got itchy balls. Face. Balls. <laughs> he's got <laughs> itchy he's got, balls. He's got itchy balls. So he's doing a lot of fucking. He's got athlete's foot. He's got athlete's yeah, foot on the his balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> athlete's balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that he keeps putting his balls in, in his balls. pair of Nikes. Yeah. yeah, it is weird. It's weird that he has Nikes. It, 
It's cool that he does. Oh, it's very cool. Very hip. Very cool. He is ahead of the game. <laughs> By I think, he, I think he is the game. Yeah. Yeah, no, good call. Right, so he's reached his peak of fortune, but of course he can't sustain it because it's Casanova, and as soon as things start to go well, he fucks it up. Um, So he ran the business poorly, he borrowed heavily trying to save it, and he spent much of his wealth on constant liaisons with his female workers. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's creepy. He's very creepy. No. So for his debts, he's... Wait, do we like this guy? I don't like know. A... I don't know. I real f- I'm a flip-flopper in any situation, but this guy, ugh. it's. I mean, it's a good story. He's not a good person. Right. Um, so for his debts, he's imprisoned again, <laughs> but was liberated just a few days later. He doesn't have a um, a patron to hide behind cause, and, and his enemies are like closing in because he, he, like, he burns bridges a lot, so he makes enemies. He literally burns bridges. He literally burns bridges. <laughs> So he sells the rest of his belongings and he secured another mission to Holland to distance himself from his troubles. Um, And then things just continue to not go so well. He gets arrested again. Um, He escapes to Switzerland. He just kind of keeps moving around. It's, it's very, very strange. Um, And he travels all over, all over Europe. Um, He travels to England in 1763, hoping to sell his idea of a state lottery to English officials. So it's like he's he's like trademarked the lottery. (laughs) Smart play. Very smart. Um, I'm wondering, right, like, you know when people say, oh, he's a bit of a Casanova? I'm normally going... Oh, ladies' man. Yeah. Now I'm going to be like, okay, wait, in which way? Is he he in and out of jail a lot? Is he a shit gambler? (laughs) or Has he had many jobs? Oh, no, you mean a womanizer. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, cool. Just checking, just double checking, because this guy had a lot of facets. The more you know. The more you know. You know? Oh, I know. (laughs) Right. Um, uh, This is great. So in 1766, he was expelled from Warsaw following a pistol duel with a Polish colonel <laughs> over an Italian actress, a lady friend of theirs. Oh, my God. Now, both duelists, duelists were wounded, Casanova on the left hand. Um, his hand recovered on its own after Casanova refused the recommendation of doctors that it would be amputated. They were like, that that needs to go. And he was like, man, it'll be right. And it was. And it healed. So, again, he's, oh, that's smart. it's the occult. This man is magic. It's the occult. He just get, He just knows. But back then, they were like, oh... You got a little bit of a scratch on your leg. Lop it Jump off. Yeah. Well, you've had a good run. Yeah. Now you'll off never with his head. run again. <laughs> yeah. well, no, just kill him. Well, if that happened to your left leg, it could happen to your right leg, so we better take that one <laughs> as well. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off. Just put wheels on him. <laughs> put wheels. It's the future. Everyone will be getting around on wheels. <laughs> right they were. In one way. Right they bloody were. So now he's sort of known across Europe for his reckless behaviour and um, and he knew he'd have difficulty overcoming his notoriety and, and gaining any fortune. So he heads for Spain, where he wasn't as well known. <laughs> Last resort, Spain. <laughs> well, I have nowhere else to go. I'll go to Spain. I better go to Spain. Hey, it's not a bad Boring way. old Spain. Yeah. I've been to the party capital of Vienna. Now I'm going to go slum it in Ibiza. Woo! So not that many doors opened for him though in Spain, which is disappointing. So um, he just kind of roams around for a little bit, a little bit, um, and then his Spanish adventure was a bit of a failure. So he returns to France briefly and then to Italy. And uh, in Rome, Casanova had to um, had to prepare a way 
to get back to Venice because Venice was sort of like, you fuck off and don't come back. So he wants to try and get back to Venice now because that's where he's from and he wants to go home. Um, to, so to suck up to the Venetian authorities, um, Casanova did some commercial spying for them. Oh. <laughs> he was a spy too. New job, new job. New job. We should have had a job count. You know, we've had like death counts in the past. We should have had a job count. It feels like Sorry, we're up to about eight or nine. Yeah, it's something up there. He's very yeah. Gen Y. Yeah. <laughs> very ahead of his time. Mm. So by doing a little bit of spying, he was finally permitted a return to Venice in September of 1774 after 18 years of exile. So he hadn't been home for 18 years and they finally let him back in. Oh, um, it's probably changed and he doesn't even want to like it anymore. Well, no, they actually like they were actually very welcoming to him. He was kind of treated like a celebrity. He was like welcomed back home, which is quite nice. And even the Inquisitors wanted to know how he had escaped from their prison. <laughs> so like, but how'd you do it, Casanova? He's great. Um, Very easy. I just dug a hole in the roof and walked out the front door. Oh, oh okay. I thought it was inescapable. Okay. I never thought should about have thought that. Should the front door. God, we really should put one so on. Should, we should put one on and maybe Ooh. get a man on there. Yeah. Get a man on the door. Mm. Um, so uh, of, of his uh, you know, three previous patrons from Venice, well, only one was alive, um, Dandolo, and he invited Casanova to live with him. And he, he got like a little bit of money from him and, and um, tried to just live from his writing. But uh, it wasn't enough, so he reluctantly became a spy again for Venice, um, and reported on like religion, morals, commerce. Most of it was based on gossip and rumors that he picked up from social <laughs> social contacts. So he's just like gossiping. And, yeah, like, I reckon Brittany and Justin might get back together nah, after all. Nah, fuck off. They will not. No, they she will. said they were done for. Yeah, no. Also, he said something bad about Virgin Mary. What? Uh, yep. Not really a virgin. <gasps> not really a Mary. So at age 49, um, the years of reckless living and the thousands of miles of travel had taken their toll. His smallpox scars, sunken cheeks and hook nose became all the more noticeable. So he obviously survived smallpox. That's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty great, guys. Remember, one third of people died. So he's doing pretty well. But, you know, he's one of the lucky ones. You can tell that from the rest of his life story. He's one of the lucky ones. And now he's like, he was all easy going before, but now he's kind of guarded and he's he's grumpy. And, and Dave was right, Venice had changed and now he doesn't have as much money for gambling and women don't want to have sex with him and, and he doesn't have as many friends, so he's just kind of bored. What, what do you mean you only had sex with me when I was rich? Uh, what? Well, yeah, what do you mean? When I was young and wealthy, young and that's wealthy. when you wanted to have sex with when me. When I was good looking. Now when I'm... I wasn't covered in scars and had no money. And now and I'm middle-aged probably... and poor and you won't have sex with me. What's a hook nose? Is that like a hook hand? Yeah. They replaced his nose with a hook. <laughs> yeah. Mate, He's got that, a hook for a hand. That hand looks pretty looks infected. We're probably going to take that off and your nose. And your nose. <laughs> we'll replace it with a hook. Hey, if you're going to get Somewhere a scratch on... your keys, mate. mate. <laughs> if you're going to get a scratch on your hand, that could happen to your nose. <laughs> yeah, we'll replace it with a wheel. You'll wheel around. <laughs> Everyone's, sniff- everyone's sniffing with wheels. Yuck. It's the way of the future. Um, so things aren't going so well, guys. And then he heard of the death of his mother. And this is sad. More painting. He visited the deathbed of Bettina Gauzy. You know, the, the girl he was in love with when he was a Bettina, kid. Bettina. The Bettina. Betty? What do we end up calling her? Betty. Um, who, um, he, she died in his arms, which is kind of nice, I guess. Wait, unless, like. His arms were strangling no, her? No, no. Or one of them was a hook and it was caught Stop in her it. eye. Because <laughs> that would be a painful way yeah, to go. Yeah, that would be an awful way to go. One of the worst. You're already dying and then someone gouges your eye. 
First, he like, goes in for the kiss and his nose hooks her, oh, hooks no. her eye and then his ha- he tries to get it off with his hook hand and that just rips her face off. <laughs> and then he's onto his legs which have been replaced by wheels and suddenly he's wheeling down the stairs out of control. <laughs> skid marks on her back for some reason. Oh, Turns out she, she wasn't even dying. She was just having a nap. It's like Romeo and Juliet all over again. She just had a nap. Oh. You've made a real mess of this, Casa. <laughs> Casanova, Casanova, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Please. This oh, this is a the sad wheels, moment. The wheels are falling off <laughs> Casanova and this show. <laughs> the wheels are falling off Casanova. <laughs> Still got the hook. <laughs> Did you know Casanova met Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> no. Really? Yeah, they met while, um, uh, while attending a presentation on aeronautics and the future of balloon transport. <laughs> Yeah. Why was guessing over there? That makes sense to me. Oh. No, it does make sense. So Benjamin he... Franklin's the $100 bill guy, right? Oh, he's on a note anyway. Yeah, the founding. People talk, they talk about Benjamins. Oof. I'm making, man, they're making Benjamins. Yeah. The people thought no one, <laughs> no one says that. Do oh, boy. No, I've, said, I've heard that. <laughs> what are we, like, who's on our currency that we could say something cool? Oh, uh, we're out there making uh, Banjo Pattersons. <laughs> yeah. Making some banjos. Yeah. Some ban- Are you building banjos? No, I'm making... Making banjos. <laughs> Big time. Big time. What's I'm he on? I'm making banjos rain. He's on the 10. He's on the 10. I thought so. Making it You're rain. making tens of dollars. Yeah, he's on our 100. Make it rain. Uh, Sir John Monash. Yeah. yeah he's the, he's and Dame Nellie Melba. Oh, they're on the 100. 100. Yeah. Oh, see, Dave would know. But yeah, I was going to say, that's how frequently Matt and I see $100 bills. Yeah, but I, I'm sleeping in them because I'm embezzling from the pod. Oh, of course. What? What pod money? Hey, I'll handle the business. No, that's fair. He's the businessman. Thanks. I'm, I'm, a, I'm the a mogul. <laughs> I'm a mogul. Anyway, um, pressing on. So he becomes a secretary and pamphleteer to Sebastian. Yeah, he's a secretary. He's a secretary now. Sebastian Fossarini, who is a, a Venetian ambassador in Vienna. And then Fossarini dies. And so Casanova becomes, like, he's searching for another position. And a few months later, he becomes the librarian to Count Joseph Carl von Waldstein. What? You, I'm sure you made that up. I'm sure it got late <laughs> I, and I, you decided to no, cut I, the report and just start writing whatever came to I you. I feel like she was making that up as she was saying yeah, it. Say it again. And she Try and she, ma- she, na- she nail she it word changed, for word. She changed her mind four times <laughs> mid-name. So, bomb, bomb, see ya. Uh, what was it? Johnny, Li- he, be- he became the librarian to Count Joseph Carl von Walderstein. <laughs> Waldstein, Waldstein, Joseph Carl, Joey von... Joe, Jojo Junior, <laughs> Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. <laughs> Joey Jojo, Joseph Carl von Waldstein. Let's say it all together. Joseph Carl jo- von Waldstein. Joseph Carl von Waldstein. Okay. And we'll never forget Joseph Carl von so, Waldstein. So essentially, he's the librarian to the stars. <laughs> Account. He's a librarian now. What's going on? Is what? anyone? He's probably just saying he's got all these uni degrees. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm he's, qualified for all these jobs. Per- personal librarian. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's probably more to the role than just you know, just filing the, books than the the, uh, the Jewish. Damn it! No, I wanted to make a Jewy Jewy joke. Oh, I was so close. Make, you wanted to make a Jewy joke. I wanted to make a. <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> I didn't make, like, I just said the words. I didn't make a, you make a Jewy joke. (laughs) Anyway, 
He's a librarian. So this job to Joseph Carl to the stars, von Joseph Carl von Moldstein. So you remember his name? I'll never forget. I'm going to get it tattooed on my palm. <laughs> Joseph Carl von Moldstein. Oh, that's right. I look at my palm. <laughs> Anyway. You'd get it tattooed on your butt if you had one. <laughs> yeah, that name would not fit. <laughs> That's too long. High five, man, again for that. Oh, little butt Warnicky over there. Hey. <laughs> or, oh, let's call him Little Tush. Little Tush. <laughs> little Tush Warnicky. Happy with that. Hey, Pr- Little Tush. Hey, girl. Ew. <laughs> hey. Oh, we're having fun, Dave. Yeah, why'd you ruin it? Make it weird. Oh, so, to ruin it? I thought you guys were hitting on me. I'm always hitting on you, Dave. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Stop no, no, no. it. Stop <laughs> it. Yuck. Okay, one more time. <laughs> I gotta go, girl. <laughs> Catch you at the store. What? What, are you doing? what is happening? We'll get a pitter wrap. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? Everything feels weird now. Who doesn't love Pitta? This is very good. I feel uncomfortable. Why? What's happening? Why? What's. What? How do you have a girlfriend? (laughs) Why am I the single one? (laughs) Quit hassling me, girl. Let's go get a pitter wrap. What? What? I don't understand what that is. What are you referencing? What's happening? I'm creating my own reference. What is it? Like it's a weird accent. It's like half an accent. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, with your life, Dave. Oh, stop trying to deconstruct this life. Yeah, you're right. Let's just let it happen. (laughs) I haven't laughed for so long. No, we know. (laughs) Not like that. I finally broke Matt. Yeah. Oh, man. All, all it took was a pitter My face, I was <laughs> the so weirdest so random. Of, what are you doing? <laughs> so random. That's so random. Anyway, <laughs> let's get this over and done with. <laughs> Girl. Girl. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> let's get this. Hey, do go on. Girl. <laughs> I made my vagina close up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. Hey, Matt, how's your vagina? It's gone. (laughs) How long did you have a vagina for? (laughs) Before it closed up. Because Dave said, girl. I want I want this to move on. <coughs> Please, Jess. Go on, Jess. Let's bring this bad oh, boy home. Do, do go on. Oh, God, it hurts. I actually thought I was going to throw up for a second there. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. It is hot in here. <laughs> oh, okay. I got the vapors. Okay. Okay, so. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Things have gone way off the rails. <laughs> I'm just going to try and finish this up now. <laughs> but like, poor, I think that's for the poor Casanova. I mean, his his life gets super sad, and we're just oh. going to like brush over it. No, it doesn't. He's fine. Anyway, oh, he's no. not fine. He 
No, anyway. you put something in the wrong place in the Dewey Decimal System and he gets fired. Yeah, he gets upset. That's 604, not 606. <laughs> no, he's probably a very good librarian. And the job has, like, security and it's good pay, but he's bored and he's really frustrated, um, even though it gave him a lot of productive time for writing, which is good. But his health had deteriorated quite dramatically and he found... Um, Life among peasants to be less than stimulating. Oh, sorry, oh, your hell. highness. Um, I can relate. Can you? <laughs> it is nice that you sit with us each week. Yeah, yeah. Wow, well, it's oh, it's awful in here. It's kind of. It is a little bit rude that he does turn up in a gold-plated horse and carriage, though, isn't it? And also, like, why a horse and carriage? Yeah, why? Mate? And how does a Just gold-plated horse cow. move? <laughs> But somehow, Warnicky makes it happen. I replace Tiny, Tiny Tush Warnicky makes it happen. I said Tiny Tush yeah. is good. Alliteration. Your money can't buy a bloody Tiny Tush. A bigger, an actual... <laughs> oh, boy. Get Tush implants, why don't you? Yeah. You Tiny Tushed bastard. <laughs> I've already had them. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. Before that, it was just concave. Yeah. Yeah. Science did this. <laughs> Science has a long way to go. Yeah, this is the best we got. Mm. It is, it is, there's something about Dave. Or wait, like We're like, oh, could we record... On any of these multiple times, like, you know I've got a job, right? Jess and I are like... No, we don't know what that's like. <sighs> yes, Dave, we know. We know. Thanks well, for... one day you two will be a librarian to the stars. Hey, we can only hope. We can only hope. And, like, that's the thing. He gets along kind of well with the Count. Like, they're fine, but the Count is younger... Um, and quite eccentric, and, and this is so funny, this is like the point they made, like, the Count often ignored him at meals and failed to introduce him to important visiting guests. Uh, this is my librarian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hook-nose. Hook-nose librarian. Excuse me, Prime Minister, this is the librarian. Yeah, I, it's, it's, that's so strange. But anyway, um, Casanova's only friends seem to be his fox terriers. Oh, bloody hell, what a turn. Yeah, he's t- really taken a turn. Like, the other staff don't particularly like him because now he's kind of old and sort of grumpy. Because cause he can't hang out with the cool kids anymore. And it's like, well, okay, well, that's kind of your fault. But anyway, oh, this is awful. In despair, Casanova considered suicide, but instead decided that he he must live on to record his memoirs, which he did until his death. So he's like, no, 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 my story's more important to tell. Right. I was going to, yeah, I was wondering how we know so much, and that's because he's, he's Yeah, he writes it all down. So, um... Uh, was he a trusty, trusty uh, writer? Do, well, we, do we believe it all? Well, but that's the thing. So uh, um, at the very start, we mentioned that um, his uh, his memoir is regarded as one of the most authentic sources oh, of customs right. and norms. But it doesn't necessarily mean that um, you know we can trust every single thing he's said in yeah, his I don't think story. That it, not every life was like his from that century. So I had saved thirty careers. And yeah, they thought I was a wizard because I am. Because I am a wizard. So he um, like he spends basically the rest of his life writing his memoir. Um, he he sort of began writing it in about 1789 um, as the only remedy to keep from going mad or dying of grief. He um, completed the first draft like three years later in, in uh, ni- 1792 and then spent like the next six years, six years revising it. Um, By this stage, I reckon he's probably, it sounds like, I imagine he's more, more machine than man. I mean... <laughs> About, it was about seven wheels. or eight years earlier. He was already yeah. on two wheels. Wheel, wheel and nose. Hawk for a... Hawk wheel on the hawk, nose. Hawk for a... Hawk for a nose. A, a nose as well. Yeah. Which was... Man, he could fly like a little bit off the ground. Yeah. Well, his face could. His, his face, face could. could. <laughs> <laughs> his face could hover. 
Some people just said that was due to his neck, but, yeah, but no. I think it was the nose. Yeah. It was mostly the nose. I quite like um how his memoir opens. It, it says, I begin by declaring to my reader that by everything good or bad that I have done throughout my life, I am sure that I have earned merit or incurred guilt and that hence I must consider myself a free agent. Despite an excellent moral foundation, the inevitable fruit of the divine principles which were rooted in my heart, I was all my life the victim of my senses. <laughs> which I quite like. He's kind of like, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, it's fine. But, but, but he's then, a free agent. So I, is he free from it? I suppose so. And then he says, you will see that I laugh at them. So like, my follies are the follies of youth. You will see that I laugh at them. And if you are kind, you will laugh at them with me. So he's like, nah, I fucked up a little bit. I've had a, quite a life. It's cool. Let's just yeah. laugh about it. Which is kind of cool. I quite like that. It's would nice. be nice to look back and think that, wouldn't it? Mm. So they, um, they kind of summarized like what he's done. So he's like, by vocation, he was a lawyer, clergyman, military officer, violinist, con man, pimp, dancer, businessman, diplomat, spy, politician, medic, mathematician, social philosopher, playwright, and writer. He wrote over 20 uh, works. Librarian. Librarian. They didn't mention that. There you go. Playwright and writer. There's two. I think they're different. Up. All right. They're different. You're splitting right. hairs, are we? are splitting hairs, yeah. Um, also wrote poetry. Poetry writer. Uh, wrote. Uh, non-fiction. Non-fiction. Wrote, yeah, wrote my memoirs. Wrote some uh, short uh, young stories. Young adult fiction. Yep. yep. Picture books. Wrote he wrote Philosopher's Stone. He wrote, wrote, wrote several Stone. editions of the Babysitter's Club. Really? Under a pen name. And what was that pen name? R.L. Stein. Really? Oh. Very surprising. Oh. Those ones did not sell well. <laughs> Interesting. Banned in several countries. There we go. Really? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> so, just to just to just to finish up. Fun, um, fun facts. Not really. Okay. Kind of. Casanova is a long-established term now in the English language. So, according to Webster's dictionary, the noun Casanova means lover. Especially a man who is promiscuous and uh, and unscrupulous lover. The first usage of the term in written English was around 1852. And obviously there's been lots of books, films, theatre and music that have referenced a Casanova. But now we know the man behind the name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, just like, you, like as you said that, you'd be closing. A book? And you no. were. Obviously, you were closing your big leather-bound book. <laughs> he was no longer Casanova. He was Little Women. It's <laughs> <laughs> the wrong oh, one. Wow, what an amazing life. It's quite a life, isn't it? Is there a, a Heath Ledger film where he plays Casanova? Uh, it was, you're yes. You're thinking of Ned Kelly. But yeah, you're thinking of Ned Kelly. You're thinking yeah. of uh, Ten Things I Had About You. Great film. Great film. You're thinking of Two Batman Regrets. What? No. <laughs> That'd be a great I'd film. I'd love to see the single. Batman, Batman regrets. This is regrets. And it's oh, just, oh. Putting on this voice, I've lost it a lot of times. Yeah, I was thinking Batman Returns, which also wasn't him. It was Batman, The Dark Knight. That's right, Batman and Robin. Rises. Batman and Robin. No, just okay, good. Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah. So that was my report on Casanova. We got there in the end. Well done, everybody. That was. An amazing life. Yeah, quite a life. We, we've got a lot to learn, you know. We're in our mid-twenties. Matt's 112. No. So, I mean, we've still got our, he- our lives ahead of us. No, Matt, try and Matt's do just going through that record. That's all he cares yeah. about, is to live longer than any human has ever lived. That's what you live for, isn't it? Go get him, Matty. Yeah, look, I was alive in the time of Casanova. We hung out. 
And what's um, he like? You should have mentioned that at the start, so I could have like. Well, I mean, wasn't I talking about his wheel feet and his hook nose? That's true. You, you did right. mention that. You talk about what he glossed over in his. Yeah, he didn't talk about that much. I used to play the, uh, this game with his bass. Yeah, I'd, I'd throw little um, loops, little uh, loopy hoops. loops, hoops. <laughs> Little loopy loops. You'd play coits We on used to his call face. them loopy loops. Oh, yeah, they call it coits now. We yeah. used to call it Casanova face game. Sure. But Not as catchy. Yeah. I, I can mean, see why they remarked it. Yeah. They did remarket when uh, um, Milton Bradley bought, bought the rights. Sure. Off another one of our good friends, Abraham Lincoln. Okay. <laughs> the first olden days name that came to mind. Sure. All right, great. Uh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> let's. Um, well, thanks for listening, guys, and thank you for the report, Jess. Thank you. It was it was Batman Dark Knight as well. Okay. I know we got some. Fuck. There's Batman fans who listen. I can, they will be pissed. Off. You know we're just fucking about. <sighs> we know what Batman is. We live for Batman. Jim Carrey is my favorite Riddler. I think that'll I think that'll put their minds. Yeah, that'll least. be right. Yeah, that's right. Hey, we have a new social media too, don't we? Oh my goodness, guys! It is all happening here at the Dugo on headquarters. We have launched. <laughs> An Instagram account. We have joined the 21st century. Yeah. In in some ways. Babes. We're on Instagram. What's it? Is at Do Go On Pod, like everything else that you can find us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're throwing up some photos from behind the scenes and throw up some photos. I might. I've eaten the photos. I'm going to take a selfie right now and then I'm going to gram it. Yeah, gram it. What about uh, you take a photo of my delicious tush? I don't want to take a photo of your tush. I don't think our fans want to. Fans? Wow, that was up myself. I don't think our listeners want to see your tush. I beg to differ. Okay. Tweet in uh, if we have popular demand, I will. Show you my tush. No, that <laughs> is. I will. I will uh, did, go out on did. a limb here and guarantee no one's up. Oh, that's it. it. I'm going to do a Twitter poll. You did do a Twitter yeah, poll. Would you like to see my tush? Well, no you did put up. You did put up a photo of you in your underwear editing the podcast in Greece. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. If you zoom in, have a look at Dave's tush in Bond's undies. Yeah, but uh, one of those. What do you feel? Magnifying glass. But to keep up with all that stuff, you can uh, fo- follow us on Twitter at Dugo on Pod, the Gram, like I said, Facebook. People have been messaging us on there. If you want to request a topic like Lewis did yeah. to re- request this one, oh, yeah. uh, email us. This is an option. Do go on pod at gmail.com or on Twitter. Or you can comment on Instagram now if you like. Any, any way to get something in the hat. And I will be back with myself doing a report next Ooh. week. Ooh. Did Lewis also suggest yours? No, he did not. But I'm sure Lewis would love this topic. Ooh. Is it out of the hat? Sizzle. It is out of the have hat. Have you already written your report? I have. Well, I've started writing it. <gasps> I've done the research because I do. Man, he is ahead of the game. I do several months. Imagine doing it a week ahead. Yeah. What a freak. Imagine. And imagine. We've got to pull up our socks. Well, Jess, you know what it is? What is it, Matt? Because you and I have... You know, a lot of our day is spent having a butt. Sure. So Dave sure. saves a lot of time. Uh, how long does it take you to put on jeans? Because it takes oh, most of my day. Yeah, it's hours. <laughs> just to get them over my butt. <laughs> over my butt. <laughs> Dave just, I reckon Dave saves three or four hours a day. <laughs> Putting on pants. Yeah. Three or four hours a day. I mean, that's how I can afford to be the only one on the podcast with a job and still do the most research. It's... It's amazing. How does he do it? It's yeah. the butt. It's God. the butt. It's a lack of butt. I feel like we're you know the Sarah Jessica... Jess and I have a job, just not one that we can have to always be at all the time like you, you freak. Well, I'm a slave to the job and you're a slave to the bean, you fucking coffee drinkers. <laughs> okay, mate. All right. Oh, yeah, the coffee bean. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> 
We've got to go. This Let's is go. this has been way a, too long. I would not be surprised if this is nearly our longest episode ever. So thanks for hanging with us if you have. Uh, until next week, I will say goodbye. Bye. Later. See you later, girl. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, no, my milk's grown over. <laughs>